This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Hi, I'm Jules from Riddle Me That True Crime. I have a passion for all things crime and psychology and I have a PhD in transpersonal counseling, so I love research and I like to do deep dives into cases. I recently did a three-part series on the disappearance of Madeline McCann. I promise you, this is coverage that you haven't heard anywhere else. I also do cases that are lesser known, such as the case of Keith Warren, who in 1986 was found hanging from a tree in Silver Spring, Maryland. His death was classified as a suicide, but things don't add up in the case. Keith was found wearing clothes that weren't his. The 911 caller said that someone had committed suicide in her boyfriend's basement. And when emergency services arrived, the body was in the woods and not in the basement. Keith's mother, Mary, would receive a manila envelope that would call the suicide conclusion by police into question. There were copies of police photos and a note that predicted the death of Keith's friend, Mark Finley. Mark Finley calls Mary to unburden himself, but he would never get the chance. Before he gets a chance to meet up with Mary, he is killed in a freak accident, though some believe it was murder. 2020 is a strange year, and it is comforting to have a favorite podcast to keep you company. I would love to be that podcast. Subscribe to Riddle Me That True Crime on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Google Play, and wherever you get your podcasts. Distractions podcast, a podcast where we chat true crime, conspiracy theories, paranormal, and to be honest, pretty much anything dark and gloomy because that's just who we are as people. I'm Alex. That's what we live for. I'm Christy. (laughs) And this week we are back to conspiracy theory, and this one's a spooky one. This one creeped me out. And before I obviously get into the story, before we chat about, uh, you know, anything really, I just want to give a shout out to That Spooky Pod. Johnny and Tyler are my new best friends. They don't know it yet, (laughs) but I love them so much. I've been binging their podcast so hard. Um, And actually, I kind of got this story from them. They covered it, and I was like, holy shit, I've never heard this before. Mm -hmm. And they did such a good job, and I was like, well, I want to talk about it too. So shout out to them. They're amazing. Go listen to their podcast. That's spooky. I just love them so much. Okay, I'm done. I'm done fangirling for a little bit. I was like, borderline stalker, no. <laughs> I, well, they live in, they're, they're Canadian, and they live in Ontario, so like, okay. you know, I might just knock on their door. No, I'm, I'm kidding, please, if you're listening. I doubt you are, but if you are, I'm, I'm not going to do that. Yeah, anyway, so what is your need for distraction, Christy? Uh, my need for distraction is, apologize, my cat's playing with toys right now, <laughs> and the fact that we are, it's a new week. Coming on to a full week of work as I picked up a bunch of shifts. I work like oh, every day for a while. No. And we just had a short, oh, I just had a short week at least with the stat, the like fake stat we have. Yeah. So it's just work, just the impeding, the gloomy, long work week I'm going to have. 
See, I'm going to hop on to that and I'm actually going to say that my need for distraction is the fact that Christmas is around the corner and you and me both know how much I don't don't like Christmas. <laughs> like, don't I, remind me. I know. I, I'm not a Grinch. You know, when it comes down to Christmas, yes, I will be cheery and what have you, mm -hmm. but I just hate the preparation for Christmas. I love the preparation for Halloween because you just watch spooky shit, you eat candy and everyone's happy. Mm -hmm. With Christmas, everyone's stressed out because essentially you need to get the perfect gift for that perfect somebody and capitalism is just all over shoving its friggin' things that you need to buy in your face and you're just like, I can't keep up. And my bank account's <laughs> like crying inside. Like oh. I'm crying while looking at my bank account. Exactly. So I just need to be distracted from that because I know it's only November, but like... She coming fast. <laughs> She's coming in hot, and I don't like it. I don't like it. I don't want it. We're not here for it. Not consenting, but it's going to happen anyways, and I, I just don't here for it. So let's get distracted, shall we? Let's do it. So I'm going to show you a picture. Well, you can kind of see the picture. Yes. Have you seen this man? No. Okay, because we're going to cover he's this got, man. He's got some... What's with everyone having caterpillars on their eyebrows? I know. Well, that's a <laughs> full-on, like, snake... <laughs> Fur fluffy snake going on with his eyebrows. So we are talking about this man. Uh, that's his name. That's the title of the episode. You're probably like, what the fuck? No, that's... He has no name? He has no name. Okay. It, it's just this man. Mm -hmm. So it's a wild internet phenomenon that has actually kind of turned into a bit of a conspiracy theory. So the photograph of this man is of a male-looking individual with short, dark... Kind of almost balding let's be real here mm -hmm. uh sideburns and some caterpillar looking eyebrows uh we're gonna post obviously the picture on social media um so people have reported seeing this man in their dreams it all started apparently in january of 2006 when a psychiatrist in new york drew a picture of this man which a female client of his reported to have seen him in her dreams before she drew it yeah i'm pretty sure okay Either that or she told him, yeah, I have, keep having dreams of this man. And then finally the psychiatrist drew it and then showed her and she's like, yeah, that's him. Oh, okay. Yeah. I think that's kind of what it went down. Uh, days go by and the drawing is still in the doctor's office and other patients begin to recognize this man as being in their dreams as well. The doctor decides, hey, why not see if anyone else's clients see this dream hopper as well? So he sends the picture and sure enough, Four other patients of the doctor's colleagues come forward in which they confirm they've seen who they refer to as this man. So not only is everyone seeing this man, but they refer to him as this man. That's freaky. Right? So after that, like, shit pops off. Like, shit, this guy just goes, like, totally, gets totally popular, essentially. Oh, yeah? So more than 2,000 people from places like Los Angeles, Berlin, Rome, Stockholm, Paris, and more claim to have seen this man in their dreams. One story claimed that this man was a Brazilian school teacher who had six fingers on his right hand in which he tells the person simply to go north. Right? <laughs> like, and that's the thing, I think, um, in that spooky, they're like, yeah, come to Canada, no big deal. And I'm like, don't come to Canada. We don't know what, like, <laughs> I don't know. I don't want that. I don't want that. Leave your this man dreams down there, okay? <laughs> um, some claim that they see this man in their dreams in various variations. So whether it's a romantic dream, a sexual one. That face? I hope not. <laughs> <laughs> With that face? No, thank you. Or dreams of fatality. 
which is kind of creepy. He looks like serial killer, I'm sure. Right. Uh, there have also been reports that people will dream of this man just sitting or standing near the person, staring at them. That I don't like. No. I, I don't fuck with that. Others have also reported that he gives life advice or appears at times where people are having, you know, kind of going through shit at that point in their life. Like, he kind of pops... He's a dream therapist? Pretty much. Like, <laughs> he kind of comes in, he's like, you know what? You need to just to leave him. You need to stop. It's not going to get better. You can't raise an adult child. Move on, Karen. Okay, then. This man's voice has been reportedly unidentifiable, as it is difficult for some people to remember the audio part of their dream than the visual, and according to some people, it was also really rare for him to speak in the dreams. But there have been reports of dreams where he does speak, and we'll get to it. Mm. So don't you worry. No living human has ever been identified as looking or being this man, and there were some who dreamed of him who had no relationship with others, also seeing them in their dreams. One person on this man website reported their experience with this man, and this is a direct quote from the website. <clears throat> I saw this man in my dream, dressed as Santa Claus. When he showed up, I felt so happy, just like when I was a little girl. Then he smiled at me, and his head became a balloon, floating in the air above me, but no matter how hard I tried to catch it, I just couldn't reach it. That's terrible. Why would you come to my dream and uh, Santa Claus? Well, and it kind of gives me some, like, it clown vibes. Do you know what I mean? Because I'm pretty sure there's a scene where, like, his head just becomes a balloon. I don't know if in the remake or in the first. Probably all of them. Like, he just, like, shapeshifts into the most terrifying things you can think exactly. of. Exactly. So that's where my mind went. I was like, oh my god, mm. that's creepy. And then another um, situation that someone reported, this is from the This Man Facebook page, reads... I had a dream once that this guy was trying to murder me and my family whilst we were in a hotel. The dream consisted of him chasing us around the hotel with a knife, trying to get into our car we were hiding in, and throwing axes at the reception door that we were trying to keep closed and lock. People mainly say that he gives them advice about their personal lives, but I think it's just weird how my dream is different and compared to what they say. Which begs to ask the question, who the fuck is this man? Yeah, like, once he's nice, and then this time he's a fucking kill serial killer. Pretty much. So let's dive into the theories about who this motherfucker is. <laughs> Simply this put, man. This man. So the first theory is the phenomenon around this man is an example of Carl Jung's theory around the unconscious, potentially as an archetypal image. So Jung describes archetypes as imprints of momentous or frequently recurring situations in the lengthy human past. Essentially, Jung thought that there were universal symbols around the archetypes, such as the Great Mother, the Wise Old Man, the Shadow, Tower, Water, and the Tree of Life. This man could be considered to be an archetype image of sorts having a specific meaning. So as mentioned, some people who had the dream reported to be going kind of going through shit and this man provided advice during the times of stress and emotional turmoil so essentially he's kind of like an unconscious figure that like his little like thing on your shoulder being like i'll help you yeah so kind of think of it as like an angel or maybe a double little shoulder guy person thing whatever once he wants to help you sometimes he wants to kill you yeah you know <laughs> you, you gotta you get both you can't get one or the other apparently so the next one and this is in my opinion a little bit far-fetched but uh, this theory says that this man is a manifestation of God. 
So there are some that believe that this man is the image of God, or at least one of his forms. Essentially, it's kind of been considered because those who do hear him speak, i.e. when he's giving life advice, follow his suggestions to a T, kind of very devoutly, which makes some believe that because he is God, people will devoutly do what he says. And I literally put in my notes, big fucking stretch, but okay. Yeah, like, I'm not against any belief by any means. No, gosh, no. I don't believe anything, so I'm like, ugh, every time it comes up, I'm like, I don't know. I just have a hard time because I don't necessarily, I mean, if it's someone who, like, if all these people who are having this dream are very devoutly religious. Then I can understand that. Then I can understand that. But I don't necessarily think that's really been looked at as a potential. Mm. They haven't collected the data. We need more information. We need more information. So the next theory is that some people only dream of this man only after seeing the picture. So, because we are visually seeing the image of this man, some have reported an influx of having dreams of this man. So, which essentially proves that perhaps the reported dreams only took place after the people saw the photo of this man, which eliminates the spooky aspect of it, really. Yeah, you, like, put that idea in their head and then they're going to have that. Exactly. Um, the next theory is that this is a case of what's called daytime recognition theory. So, this theory explains that normally we don't exactly remember... Um, all the details of the faces we see in our dreams. So this man is essentially an attempt to try and put details to a face that we may or may not have seen. Mm. So, I mean, this one's kind of interesting, though, because you're telling me that all these people have seen... This exact person. This exact person still, right? And, I mean, it could be... I feel like as humans, and I've probably mentioned before in other episodes, we try to find answers or common ground or similarities in everything we do to feel connected. Yeah. So I think that might be why, but it still is kind of... Seems a bit of a stretch to be the same person. Exactly. Uh, so the, the next one is probably another wild one. So hold on. <laughs> this one is the dream surfer theory. Okay. So this one is more on the side of being far-fetched, in my personal opinion. Uh, essentially, this theory explains that this man is actually a real person who can enter into people's dreams with specific psychological skills. Some statements have varied around it, being that some have reported this man looks different in reality versus their dreams, while others believe it is someone who is being paid by a big corporation to enter, pe enter people's dreams, and then I kind of was like, maybe for marketing, mm. going back to that capitalism, you know, shit. Maybe he comes in around Christmas time, wants you to buy all the expensive toys for your kids. I don't know. I'm not vibing that one. I'm not vibing it. And like, if it was real, I want to be a dream surfer. Like, that sounds like a gig I think I could do. Oh, yeah. I think I can manage that. <laughs> so now we're actually going to talk about what it is. Because we do have an answer, shockingly. Really? So, well, it's an answer, but I think other people also have their own answers, if you know what I mean. Like, they attest to what they believe is real, but this has kind of been... The most, like, true to its former fitting yes. scenario. Yes, okay. So, it's actually a guerrilla marketing stunt gone bananas. Nice. So... <laughs> This is actually a part of, uh, this man is actually a part of guerrilla marketing, 
Um, guerrilla marketing, as Wikipedia describes it, is an advertisement strategy in which a company uses surprise and or unconventional interactions in order to promote a product or service, i.e. a publicity stunt. So what service or product does a fan have? Oh, we'll get to it. Okay. Potentially. We don't really actually know. Okay. <laughs> uh, so once people discovered the This Man website, they soon realized it was hosted by a company named Guerrilla Marketing, who does guerrilla marketing, which is kind of confusing. So it is. It's, I know, I had to like double check and I was like, wait, am I just stupid or like what the fuck's happening here? <laughs> what am I reading here? <laughs> what am I reading? What are my eyes looking at? So uh, a quote from Italian marketer and sociologist Andrea Natella on Wiki states that guerrilla marketing is a fake advertising agency which designs subversive hoaxes and created weird art projects exploring pornography, politics, and advertising. Natella admitted this man.org was simply a marketing ploy. He never revealed that it was what it was promoting, essentially. However, some sources, including the Colonel, uh, suggest that maybe it was potentially marketing the movie back in 28, uh, The Strangers. Like, it was kind of used to promote that movie, but it's never actually been fully connected. Oh. Yeah. So, still, people kept reporting having dreams of this man, especially in the mid-2010s. That's okay. Yeah, so, the Enoch Times and Vice magazine would run articles on this man. Apparently, during these interviews, Nutella allegedly... Allegedly... Hence, allegedly. Hence, underline, bold, italicized, Times New Roman font 12, allegedly, maybe played along, that this man was legit. So, going as far as saying, and this is a direct quote that I got off Wikipedia, shocker, I know, um, we are involved in a legal issue with a psychiatrist because of a phone call from a journalist, but we really believe it's not important. Patient zero is the, just the first patient we discovered, not the first who dreamt of this man. So, like... He's saying, oh yeah, the psychiatrist we got this information from is now getting calls and like now we're dealing with legal stuff because we weren't allowed to release it and like mm. just being, yeah. Seems a little shady. Yeah. And then of course shit hit the fan when Vice realized the interview, so, okay, backtracking a little bit. So Vice did an interview with the Nutella guy. Okay. And after they released their interview, they then realized, oh shit, this was a hoax. So, essentially, that same day, they had to follow up with an announcement saying, we run a story, it turns out to be something that was denounced in 2009 and could be easily verified as fake with a single Google, a few phone calls, um, a, f a few people call us dickheads, and the editorial team drown in their own tears. So it's a a story and it was hoaxed like a year ago, then why are they even running it if they can find it with easy Google search? Like, then they should have found it. Exactly. Like, clearly they didn't do their homework. Yeah, somebody didn't do their job. Oh. And that is the story of this man. Interesting. So, like I said before, there is a Facebook page about this man and people are still posting. Having, see him. Yeah, in their dreams. That does a stretch. I know. And that's the thing. Like, it kind of goes into what I classify as, like, not creepypasta or, like, you know, made up. Yeah, it kind of does, actually. Like, the made up scary stories. Yeah, like the lower things you hear. Yeah. So, uh, my resources were Wikipedia, thisman.org, Facebook group, This Man, and, of course, that spooky podcast. Ooh. Yeah. Is that nice? Very... 
you know what? I'm still mourning Halloween being over, so I wanted to cover something spooky. <laughs> I wanted just, just to keep it going. I just need to feel it in my whole heart that it's still there. So why don't you tell these fine, fine listeners where they can find us? Yes, on our many platforms, as I'm sure you are already on, hopefully. Hopefully. Uh, so you can reach us on Anchor, Spotify, Apple Podcast. Love some stars. Love some reviews. Anything is great. Google Podcasts, Breaker, Radio Public, Overcast, Pocket Cast, Good Pods, and Buy Me a Coffee. You can also email us any suggestions, any story requests, anything in general to weirddistractionspodcast at outlook.com and tweet at us on Twitter at weirddistractii1 or hit us up on our Insta page at weirddistractionspod. Yes, thank you so much for listening. Thank you so much for supporting us. And we really encourage that if you do have any stories you want us to cover, um, they could be conspiracy theory, they could be true crime, paranormal. We're going to be dipping our toes in some folklore, hopefully, coming up soon. Um, literally anything that you want us to cover, just send it our way and we'll we'll do that for you. I mean, we're pretty accommodating. We're pretty we, accommodating. We like ideas. We're pretty flexible, not in the physical sense, but in the in, in, where it counts. Okay. <laughs> Need a distraction? We got you. Bye. Bye. Oh.